Are you ready to trust your intuition to guide you into growing a successful business and living a hell yes life? Everyone has greatness within them, a spiritual vision to share with the world. Each week, we'll be talking about how to use your intuition in both your business and everyday life so you will stay fully connected to your dharma or purpose. Now, here is the host of Find Your Hell Yes with intuitive business coach, Candice McKinley. Welcome, welcome everyone to this week's episode of Find Your Hell Yes. I'm your host, intuitive business coach, Candice McKim, and you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes on Inspire Choices Network. Okay, so we are getting into it today. Powerful Practices for Supporting Female Entrepreneurs Vitality. So I'm going to take you to, to we're going to explore today the powerful practices Especially, specifically designed to support the vitality of female entrepreneurs in a, in a world that often challenges our sense of self and worth. It's crucial to cultivate practices that empower us to show up authentically. As female entre, as a female entrepreneur, it's essential. I say entrepreneur, but I also like to use the word soulpreneur, S-O-U-L-preneur. That's what I really like to call myself, a, a soulpreneur. Um, but for us soulpreneurs, it's essential to prioritize self-care and avoid burnout, burnout to show up fully for your clients and do the important work you're here to do. So today I'm going to share with you some powerful practices that will help you cultivate and maintain your energy, resilience, and well-being from mindfulness and stress management techniques to nourish your self-care rituals and boundary setting strategies. Um, I'm going to, this show is going to offer you practical tools to in uh, and inspiring insights to support your holistic growth and success. So just Today, we're going to discover how to honor your needs, unleash your power within, and thrive as a female entrepreneur. All right, so let's get let's get started. We're going to embark on a transformative journey uh, of vitality, purpose, and success. So before we dive right into it, just a reminder that I am an intuitive business coach, and I coach women to really, to really connect to their intuition because... As solopreneurs, it you know we start to follow the fads and the trends in marketing and in business that we see other people succeeding using these strategies, and it takes us out of ourselves and it makes us feel overwhelmed and burned, feeling almost burnt out because we have to do it this way and these strategies are going to get us the success and the and to make the impact that we desire. And I'm saying, no, that's not true. That's not truth with a capital T, that really it's about connecting to your authenticity, connecting to your inner voice that is guiding you along the way and really listening to her. It doesn't mean that we don't take action. It doesn't mean that we sit back. It means that we really move into um, our greatness, but doing it with ease and grace in and in collaboration and connection with other people, not in competition, not in that masculine energy, staying in the feminine energy and the divine feminine energy. So that's what I do as an intuitive business coach. And also I am an author as well as a speaker. And today um, I have my intuitive, uh, my Oracle cards, Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle cards, as well as my book, Yogini's Guide Intuition is a Choice. And later in the show, I'm going to be drawing some cards. And if you're joining me live on Inspire Choices Network, 
hop into the chat room and put in body, mind, or spirit, and I will draw a card for you. And just a reminder that you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes, uh, that is produced by Inspired Choices Network. You may be listening to it live on Inspired Choices Network, or maybe you're listening to the replay on any of the 450 platforms. So please make sure that you like, share, comment, rate, follow all of the things because it really, really does help us and supports me in uh, my vision and sharing my spiritual vision with the world. Okay, so let's dive into this topic. You know, powerful practices for supporting female entrepreneurs vitality. And I feel like we can't really get into this topic fully unless we really explore um, our her story, the part of us that, you know, that that we that really influences how we show up in our businesses and how um, we either increase our vitality or we decrease our vitality. And I don't I believe that we, you know, we need to have the powerful practices and that we can't be effective as healers if we don't have regular and effective spiritual practices. But I feel like diving deep into our her story is really, really crucial for us to connect to those spiritual practices. Um, So let's dive into your her story. And um, so what I'm I'm taking, I'm making a play on the word history, right? And using the word her story, right? Like, so what is your own personal her story? And in this, so as we dive into this, this can get, this can get pretty deep. It can bring up some emotions. It can bring up some, um, some, you know, beliefs and shifts and feelings that, um, that you may not be expecting or would think that are there, but that's how we really move through it into, um, we don't want a spiritual bypass here, right? We don't want to just go to our happy place. That will really help to support you um, in your business and in showing up uh, in your full expression of yourself. So we know that all women have a her story, right? Because our bodies change so much through our lifetime, right? We go from maiden to mother, and I'm using air quotes, mother air, you know, stage of her life. We, some people go through that stage of their life, not as, uh, you know, not as mothers and into crone. So mother or maiden mother crone, right? And so when we look at the different stages, you know, like um, I quoted one time, a quote where we, um, we, that men have a, like have a one day cycle. <laughs> they have a one day cycle. They they get up in the morning, they eat their breakfast, they they poop, they have lunch, they have supper, they go to bed, right? Where women have a 28 day or a 30 day cycle, right? Right? Where we go through all of the things, right? And so we, you know, we we can't compare it to to men. And we know that our story is a progression from being a child and then moving into becoming a girl, right? And even into then into womanhood. And then, as I said, motherhood, if that is something that you do or don't do and the cultural pressures of not doing that and then moving into wise woman or crone. Um, I always like to call her wise woman and, um, and you know, and then the crone, right? And it, you know, I I feel like the crone is even more like is even more elderly than when we go through menopause, right? It's that, that, that deeply wise woman that is there to support and to, to honor all of that stages. 
this is getting really emotional already. But and so as we're moving through all these stages in our lives, it's not just it's not just the physical, right? It's not just that we encounter so many physical changes, though that is a lot of it. It is a huge part of it that we go through so many physical changes. Like, you know, like how many years do we go through of menstruating every single month, right? You know, from 13 or 14 to 53, that's a lot of years, 53, 54, so 13, 14, whatever it is, right? Up to 50 to whatever, however long, right? And it's like, that's a lot like to have that uh, us going through that every month. And how does that affect us? And then, as I said, having children. So it's a real, this is a, this show is going to be a real opportunity for you to explore your, her story and to um, honor your, her story. Because I think that as women, we, we just do it. We just do it and we're supposed to buck up, right? We don't honor that part of ourselves anymore. I believe that maybe in, in you know, previous um, times and cultures, they did honor it more, right? The red, the red tent, if you will. Um, the red tent was, I don't even know when it was, like Jesus time, right? Um, so, you know, 2000 years ago plus. Um, and... Well, I guess it was even before that, because when Jesus lived was before that. But, you know, it was the red tent and it was honoring the woman's cycle. And she would go into the red tent and be looked after. And all the women would go in there together and they would nurture themselves and look after themselves. And we have become a culture of just going, going, going. And we don't honor and nurture those parts of ourselves. And so this talk, this, this, um, this show today is really going to get you into a position of honoring her as we move through each of the chakras. So, you know, it's like it's writing a dedication to your belly is what we're going to be doing is writing a dedication. And I want you to think of your belly as in the third person. I want you to call her her or she and she had like her story. Right. It's her story. It's not like come out of your head. Right. It's not, you know, what we are going to do part of it in our head, of course, and come back with our memories of it. But it's also really thinking of, of your belly in the third person. You know, and so when we think about the our bellies, like even through the ages and, you know, we may have a pretty ambiguous relationship with our with our bellies due to cultural conditioning, through family dynamics, through everything we absorb through consciously or subconsciously through social media. And now like and then we're going back in time where there's laws, they want to make laws again about our bellies, like, hell no to that, right? Hell no to that. Stay the hell out of my body, right? And stay the hell away from my body. But you know, in like right now in present day, and I I, I feel like this is starting to shift a little bit, but we, we, you know, maybe a few years ago, maybe it was even more, but we coveted the flat, thin, flat belly, right? We, you know, we, you know, when we were in that diet culture, and I feel like we have shifted out of that. And, and maybe that's me being optimistic. But I feel like we have shifted out of that diet culture, like hell no to dieting, like hell no to diet culture. But you know, we do, I feel like there is still part of us that really, um, we covet the thin, flat belly. Um, though in India, they covet a more rounder, fuller belly, and it, it's a sign of wealth. It's an indication of wealth. And um, they're, they're more, they're more rounder and more curvy. 
Um, it wasn't that long ago that we really honored the curvy body. And then we went into the twiggy stage, right, where we wanted to be like everybody was super, super thin. Now I feel like we're moving out of that and we're coming into honoring all the different bodies, shapes, and that it's not really a part of your worth. Though I think we still have a hell of a long way to go. You know, there was a time where uh, women wore hoop skirts, right? And can, can you even imagine the impact that that would have on our intimacy and our relationships with other people. You know, they were tight around the waist and they were unable to sit because if you sat, right, your hoop skirt without went up, you were unable to hug and embrace other people. You couldn't get close to other people. So it kept people, women away from each other, right? Like if your hoop skirt went out, I don't know, two feet, no, it'd be more than two feet, probably, right? Like four feet out, outside of your body. And then the person you're talking to, they have their, so it's four feet and they have their four feet. You're eight feet away from each other. Like you can't whisper, you can't talk, you can't have these intimate conversations. And just even thinking about that, right? Like the impact that's having. In 1852, women rebelled and started wearing pants. And the reason they started wearing pants is so that they could start to ride bikes. So starting to get more freedom in their lives. 1852, my friends, that was not that long ago, right? That people just said, that women said, we are no longer wearing dresses. I'm wearing pants so that I can ride my damn bike. In 1920, women started, it was the flappers era, right? And it was the first time in history that women went without corsets. You know, and I think about my apple shaped body, right, and my muffin top. And, you know, and I think about, oh, my Lord, like how I can't even imagine cinching that in so, 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 so tightly like that, you know, what, right? And, oh, my gosh, when, when we wore corsets, like it displaced organs, it broke ribs, we couldn't breathe. So then we started breathing shallow. We know that part of our vitality is to taking long, slow, deep breaths. It relaxes our central nervous system. And like I said, I can't even imagine, you know, with my muffin top, like how would I cinch that in? <laughs> like I would not be eating apparently, right? And, you know, I, I just can't even imagine. And, you know, still, even in this day and age, like even now, like I went to India, when did I go to India? 2016, 2017. And when so many women are wearing saris, they still wear saris. And I know it's by choice, a lot of the, in a lot of the cases. Um, and yet still they're being driven on the back of motorcycles and they're sitting side saddle. They're not, I, I only saw one woman in India when I was in, in Delhi, New Delhi, I only saw one woman driving a car and I did see, and I, no, I saw more than one woman driving a car. I only saw one woman riding, driving a motorbike herself. She was driving her own motorbike. And so she had pants on, but all of the other women were sitting on the back of the motorcycles, sitting side saddle, uh, like on the side, right? Even today, we're still wearing brassieres and bras. <laughs> I have to say bras because when I first said brassiere to my daughter, she's like, what is a brassiere? I'm like, a bras, the word bra came from brassiere, you know, and so, and I like to wear a bra because it feels supportive for me. But if you don't want to wear a bra, I don't think we should be, we should have to wear a bra. It doesn't, it, it doesn't need to be a thing in our life. You know, so when we think about over the years, 
the, you know, we've given, we've been given so many mixed opinions about our bellies, you know, judgments, laws made about our stomachs and our bellies, restrictions. And these have created a lot of cultural hang influences on us and a lot of cultural hangups. Okay, you can see I'm very passionate about this subject and we are going to die. We're going to talk about it a lot more um, after, but it's time for our first break of the show. So um, just a reminder that we are talking about the her story, your own personal her story. And we're on Inspire Choices Network. This is Find Your Hell Yes. And I am Candace McKim and we will be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at candacemckim.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. So we are talking about your her story and how it affects uh, you and your business. And uh, learning about this can be really uh uh, really bring you into powerful practices for supporting yourself in your and your vitality in your business. Okay, so uh, just a reminder, you're listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, Intuitive Business Coach, and we're listening to live on uh, Inspired Choices Network. All right, so I want us to dive in right away into the root chakra of this. And I, I want you to answer some of these questions if you can, if you have a pen and paper handy, but I want you to write it in the third person. So she her, what she went through. So what did she go through? Uh, what did she go through while you were getting your first period? Were you told about your menstrual cycles? What was, what did she go through during when you got your first period? I know for myself, I hit it for the first couple months and I just snuck into my mom's uh, closet and got the supplies that I needed. And I didn't even tell anybody for the first two months. I didn't tell my sister and I didn't tell my mom. And, um, I don't know. I feel okay with it. I knew about it from school. Like I knew about it, but I, I, and I was one of the later ones to get my, my, my men, like go on uh, my moon cycle with compared to my friends. 
Um, and then my daughter, I thought, okay, we're changing this. We're going to change the narrative and we're going to celebrate her. So when she, you know, on, when she first got her menstrual cycle, we had a little celebration, my sister and my niece and my mom and I, and my daughter, and I bought Chloe diamond earrings and she got flowers and chocolate and we all gathered around. And I feel like, I don't know her perception of it, but I think she felt a little bit embarrassed by it. So I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. I was trying to make it very special and change the narrative of how we do it. Um, and I don't know if that was the right choice or not. We'd have to ask her. But so think about, so in the third person, what was your first, what was her first sexual experience? Was it a beautiful and special exchange and truly special? Was it rushed and uncomfortable? Who were you able to talk to about about it afterwards? Um, what did she, how was, uh, what is your, her story around having a child or children? And we know that when we, when women gather, we talk a lot about childbirth, right? We talk about, you know, the discomfort of it. We talk about the funny parts of it. You know, we share at great lengths the her story of of having children, you know, sometimes, you know, the torture of breastfeeding or the pleasure of breastfeeding, all of those things. So so I want you to really reflect right now, like what is, you know, some of those experiences that she went through uh, having child, like having a child or children, maybe you chose not to have children. And what is your, her story around that? Um, I remember, I remember my aunt only had one child. And I remember my grandma saying that that was, um, what did she say? That was selfish to only have one child and did a disservice to the one child because then that child didn't have any siblings. And I remember I was probably 12 years old and heard this conversation. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like it, it imprinted on me. Um, what is your, her story, um, as you age, right. As we go through the different stages in life, like, are you embracing, uh, your gray hair and crow's feet and softer belly, or are you, do you love those parts of your, of yourself or do you fight, cry, scream to avoid it? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit more on the wanting to avoid it, right? <laughs> you know, I still, you know, I'm coloring my hair and doing this stuff, right? And, uh, and it makes me feel better, but it's just, it's still an awareness. It's part of my her story. So if you have the opportunity, I would love for you to start to write it down, write down your her story, how, you know, and, and write it in the third person. And this is root chakra that we're doing. This is, we're gathering the information where, you know, you know, did you have any miscarriages? Uh, did she or her, is your, her story? Um, did it, did it bring in a, did you have, go through abortion? Did you go through miscarriages, losing children, the, the, the society influences of not having children, the society influences of having boys versus girls, like all of that is part of your your own personal her story. So writing that down and um, and really taking a look at it. So right now we're looking at the statistics part of it. This is this is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. And so right now at now after you've written that down, I want you to to sink into it. I want you to, if you can, if you're in a place that you can close your eyes and take a couple deep breaths. And if you're sitting like 
feeling your yoni. We call our vagina yoni. It's a Sanskrit word. And the yoni mudra is when you bring the tip of your pointer finger to the tip of your thumb and it makes um, a triangle and you put that onto your lower belly or onto your belly and just taking some deep breaths, breaths, feeling your yoni in the chair or connecting to the earth and just taking um, a moment to connect to both mother earth wisdom as well as your own inner wisdom and can connect to a contentment that you're feeling in your belly, that your belly is nurtured and it's loved and it's gone through a lot. You've just written down and remembered all of the things that, that you as, as a woman has gone through in her lifetime in, you know, from childhood to woman and all of the journey of it, maybe, you know, writing down about the, the births of your children, if you did have cesareans. I remember when I, I first did this um, exercise that I, I found myself tears just pouring down my face, that I felt really disappointed in my belly. I felt like she had let me down because I had three cesareans. Right. I felt and I it never really occurred to me that I would have cesareans, like especially the, with my first son. Um, I went through uh, labor and then I went through pushing and then he was he was um, he was posterior. He was posterior. My daughter was breech. And yeah, so he was posterior. So meaning uh, that he's coming out forehead for I don't really know all the details. He was coming out forehead first. So I ended up having emer an emergency cesarean. And I didn't really think it was that big of a deal at the time. And, to, and then I had a second one and then a third one. But I was doing this exercise and I just really remember feeling disappointed in my belly. And I, I'm like, I, I would never feel that for my best friends. I would never feel that they, you know, that there was anything to feel disappointed about or that they had been let down in any way. Right. And so when you think of, of your her story in the third person, she had let me down. And then I really uncovered it and realized that, no, she didn't. All righty. So, and, re, and just, I want you to just even take this moment right now to relax your belly, relax your belly, let it soften, let your belly soften and relax. All righty. So we're going to carry on with the second chakra, the sacral chakra and the her story of it. So what are some of the, so this is where we get into the emotional part of it. So what are some of the emotions that you feel for your belly? You know, is there any shame, guilt, anger, fear, disappointment, any sexual hangups, any sexual uh, hangups around promiscuity, frigidity, and just writing those down, writing down the feelings that you have. So we're going into second chakra. Sacral chakra is all about the feelings. Root chakra is about the facts. So now we're going into the, uh, the, the feelings of how you feel about your body, how you felt about getting your first period, how you felt around uh, maybe menstruating in school or around family. What were you, you know, what were the feelings that came up around it? The feelings that you had around your first sexual experience, um, the feelings that you had around certain sexual experience over your lifetime where's you know what what and this is where we're going to you might be starting to feel some some deep feelings around this like 
you know, we know so many of our society has been abused and raped and molested and, you know, really feeling into that and honoring, honoring that part of yourself, that that is part of your, her story. And, you know, not again, not spiritually bypassing it, allowing at this point to feel into it before we move into the third chakra, you know, the feelings of not having children, having uh, miscarriages, abortions, acts of violence, um, sexual relationships while dating, sexual, sexual relationships when you're in a committed relationship, um, going through the progressions into menopause, how do you feel about menopause? Maybe it's coming up for you. Maybe you're through it as I am, or maybe you're, you know, how, wherever you are in your journey, but just really sinking into the feelings that you feel towards your belly. Maybe you're happy with your belly. Maybe you're annoyed with her, you know, has she ever let you down? And that was one of the things that I really felt and, and just bringing your hands onto your belly as you're going through and asking these questions, you know, did she create situations in your life that would you, that you would rather not have had? And let me say that question again. Did she create situations in your life that you would rather not have had, right? And how do you hold your body now? Is there tightness in your hips, your lower back, your hip flexors? How is your libido now? Okay, so deep, deep questions to move you through this, to move you through the her story of, you know, releasing guilt, releasing all and and honestly, just really, really recognizing all that she has been done. Right. And, you know, that's so powerful. Like as women, as I said earlier, we just we tend to just go through stuff. We just tend to, you know, we we had this experience and we, you know, we heal from it physically. We do the work mentally and emotionally and we move on. And then we have these experiences and we go through it again and again and again and again through our entire lifetimes. And, and we're constantly readdressing it. So I just really want you to honor her right now. Honor her for all that she has been through and all of the feelings, allow the feelings to come, allow the tears to come as you write and journal and, you know, um, just really sinking into it, really sinking into it. And, and as you're writing this, um, as you're writing this, I want you to honor your belly as you would a dear friend, write it out as you would a, a dear, dear friend of yours. All right. It is time for our second break of the show. Um, we're going to be when we return, we're going to move into the third chakra. The third chakra is more about compassion and what's next. So we're going to we're going to be diving into that when we come back. So you are listening to Find Your Hell Yes with myself, intuitive business coach Candice McKim, and we are on Inspired Choices Network. We will be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance, and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition 
and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to info at Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. So we are in this. We are in the Her Story and discussing the her, your Her Story. Uh, before we went to break, we talked about um, how, as women, we tend to go, just go through our stuff. Um, so I just really want you to honor your Her Story and everything that she has gone through. So we're going to carry on more with that. We're going to finish up the second chakra before we move into the third chakra of compassion and, and the heart chakra, right? And so, but before we do that, I just want to remind you that this is a very big part of my work. It's part of my intuitive coaching academy. My uh, certification training is coming um, out. It's getting launched July 5th, 2023. And after after it launches on July 23, you'll be able to access that training and on, on an ongoing basis. It's the Intuitive Coaching Academy. It's a self-study program. And you'll be able to connect with me um, through the office hours where I support all of the students as they move through that training to be certified as an intuitive coach. So it is available on my website, candacemckim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M. And when you get there, um, you're going to see this big, happy, smiley face uh, uh, that shows up right away. And then tap onto the realign with your vision. It'll just give you a real taste of moving through the ebbs and flows of our businesses, moving through resistance, staying um, connected to um, our intuition and how we move through that resistance that shows up whenever we we follow our purpose and uh, really injecting your businesses into your spiritual vision. So that is Realign With Your Vision. It's a free four-part video series. When you go to my website, candicemckim.com, you will uh, be able to access that four-part video series. And then if you're interested to go even more, to go even further, then you can uh, get information on the uh, Intuitive Coaching Academy and it's a certification program. Okay, so let's carry on with uh, the second chakra of our Her Story. And, you know, um, women have, a woman's sexuality has been discussed and revised through every decade. Isn't that, isn't that ridiculous? You know, like I even, you know, like, 
you know, even to the point where women are told that they're not supposed to like sex, like it's a man thing, right? And, you know, then you're like, you're too promiscuous if you like it, right? It's just so ridiculous. And it evolves and changes so much and is scrutinized over by preachers and holy men. It's uh, who a lot of them are supposed to be celibate and never have had sex, right? It's uh, scrutinized over, you know, by governments and rules are made for it. And people uh, give it, give it so much pressure and so many cultural beliefs, you know, that even from like boys will be boys or men will be men in that kind of attitude. So they're allowed to be sexual and do uh, inappropriately sexual things because that's just the way it is. Or, uh, you know, that uh, I lost my train of thought there, <laughs> right? You know, uh, hospitals making decisions on, for, on our body's behalf. Uh, it's just crushing. It's soul crushing. And as women, we keep having to overcome this over and over and over again. Um, but really what it, um, what it really does is it creates our own hangups and our own misconstrued or conscious or unconscious decisions that we make around our sex, around sex, around our sexuality. And, you know, uh, you know, I want you to really dive into this. Like, are you presenting yourself? Are you presently in a loving and fully sexual relationship? I know when I, before I married my now present husband, you know, we've been married 27 years. We had, we sat down and had a, a, a deep conversation about what, what our expectations were around sex. And, you know, we are both on the same page with that because my first marriage wasn't really sexual. He got a medication that uh, really decreased his drive. And I, you know, that was, that was hurtful for me. And that's not what I wanted in my next relationship. And so like having these really clear conversations. So, you know, how do you feel about your sexual encounters? If you can take out society and the church and the government and the medical influence influences, how do you feel on a soul level about your sexuality? How do you feel on a soul level about your, your body, your her story, your sexuality, your, your progression through the ages? Alrighty, so now we want to move into the, the compassion part. We're going to be bringing in this the third and the heart chakra. And so, you know, as you've looked, you know, look at your that all your belly has been through, like look at her and what she has gone through. And without judgment, I want you to think about how you have treated her. How have you treated her throughout these eight throughout these years? You know, maybe you deprived food, deprived her of food because you wanted that flat belly. Perhaps you deprived her of sex and feel good uh, because of the, the hangups that are the culture that you're in. Maybe you have um, treated her horribly, like, um, you know, pinched your fat or been disgusted with your stretch marks or, you know, hidden it hidden them. That's a huge thing I hear from women is that they, they hide their bodies from their partners and from family and friends. And so now, and we want to, we want to be able to bring this to our awareness without judgment. There's no judgment. This is what you have been programmed to do to your body, to your, her story. But now we want to bring in some compassion, right? Let's, let's now feel the compassion for her. 
really feel when I did this part of the exercise, I could just feel so much compassion for all that she had been through. You know, I had had like, not only did I have three cesareans, I also had a tubal pregnancy between my first child and my second child. So I got taken away in the middle of the night to have emergency surgery, to remove my fallopian tube and the, that pregnancy and even mourning the loss of that baby, you know, that was like traumatic, right? And so having the compassion for her and then the fear around maybe not knowing if I would be able to have more children, would I be able to have my girl child, right? And all of, you know, all of those things that came up. So just taking a look and what has she done for you? What has she done for you? You know, she... She digests the food for you and, you know, gets you to poop properly and, and urinate to get rid of those toxins and right. And so, so now that you, you are feeling the compassion for her, how do you want to treat her? How do you want to treat her now? Right. When I do this, when I do this uh, in a training or in my training, I have everybody, they, everybody gets a, a Sharpie and we all start writing, put, putting hearts on our belly, around our belly buttons. Right. So maybe you're feeling called to do that, taking a Sharpie and, you know, drawing a heart on your belly. Like, how can you rec can you recognize now all that she's gone through? She's a warrior. She's an effing warrior. Right. How has she served you? How can you now love and accept her and understand her, understand that, you know, those tight clothing, that tight clothing doesn't feel good, right? Or that, you know, certain clothing, I don't have to do all the things to fit into certain clothings because my body type and my body shape doesn't work for that, you know? Um, yeah, all of the things. Will you be able to be proud of her now? Will you be able to tap into your sexual energy, tapping into that sexual, that sensual part of yourself, that, that part that feels really, really proud and confident of your sexual energy? Can you accept her now with all of the scars and the moles and the stretch marks and the rolls? <laughs> Maybe you thought I said that before I said moles and then rolls. Can you accept her with those roles when you put on certain clothes and there's a there's a muffin top over top of it or or there's, you know, just whatever there, you know, whatever is happening. Can you love her now and treat her with the love and compassion that she deserves? And can she be seen? Can she be seen? And, you know, again, when I do when I do retreats, I it's on the list. Bring a two piece bathing suit because we want to honor her and expose her and not be ashamed of her. So can you do that now? And so the next part is, how do you want to show up? How do you want to show up now when you can accept your feelings and your creativity and your feminine essence? How do you now really want to show up? I, I just keep getting overwhelmed with emotions and maybe you are as well. And I'm picking up on your energy, but I'm just feeling uh, when we step into this powerful, powerful energy of, of who we are at our essence, that of this essence of our feminine essence, it is powerful. It is power and it is vitality and it is expression. So what's next? Like, how will you show up in the world in all of your feminine power? What's next? Can you honor your feminine cycles? 
that are your cycles of femininity. And like I write in my book that when you're on your moon cycle, when you have your period, taking that time to honor it, calling in sick if you if you are in a position, if you have that opportunity and taking that time. If you don't have that opportunity to call in sick and you're a solopreneur, like most like you know, who I might be talking to, taking that time and honoring that cycle. You know, when I had my, when I had my cycle, I was, I had, I was running a yoga studio and I had three children that were running all over the place, like going all these different directions after school, but I would still take the time on my moon cycle and I would go to bed and I would drink tea and read books and eat dark chocolate. And I would nurture my body on the day, the first day of my period. And I knew it was always coming because the day before I was usually quite a mess. And so then I'm like, oh Lord, here it is happening again, <laughs> right? Let's honor her and honor that part of her. And I would, we would order in food that day and I would do what I needed to do, what I absolutely had to, but I really allowed myself to nurture and, you know, maybe, you know, do, you know, a gentle yoga practice instead of the power yoga or whatever it is, right? Especially as high achieving women, we, we just push through that shit. I can do that. I can just go through that. And I'm like, no, let's take the opportunity to honor her and honor the, the, her story drinking the, you know, like I said, the dark chocolate is the crown chakra. I didn't say that, but eating dark chakra is so good for our soul at that time. And it is a direct relation to our, our crown chakra lying in bed and massaging your belly, not being afraid to touch your, your rolls and the softness and allow your belly to relax. You know, when I was teaching 12 yoga classes a week, I had a really strong core and I was always engaging my core. My pelvic floor was up, my, in, you know, my, my bond at two inches below my belly button was always engaged, pulled up and engaged. And so just really allowing, allowing it to relax, create, celebrating the femininity, wearing flowy dresses, wearing, you know, clothing that makes you feel good and color. And, you know, like that's one of the things I love about this show is that that I, I wear dresses every time I come to show, uh, uh, come to my, sh to the shows, um, allowing yourself to, uh, we're going to carry on with this. I'm going to go to our next break and I really want us to really embrace all of the feminine, our femininity and our powerful femininity and our vitality. So it's time for our next break of the, sh uh, of the show. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about honoring and celebrating the divine feminine that is with on within all of us. You're listening to find your hell. Yes with myself, intuitive business coach and founder of the Intuitive Coaching Academy certification training. I am Candice McKim and you are listening to Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back. Are you intuitive? We all have an intuition and it can be even more developed for you to access for your life and your business. Sometimes we follow our intuitive guidance and sometimes we don't. However, when you find your hell yes, it's impossible to ignore. Tuning in to find your hell yes with intuitive business coach Candace McKim, you will strengthen your intuition and then receive guidance and support to courageously follow your own intuitive hits. Listen for Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. This is Find Your Hell Yes with Candace McKim. To participate in the program and have an oracle card read for you, join the live studio audience in the chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. 
You can also send an email to info at CandiceMcKim.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. This has been a very, very powerful, emotional uh, journey that we've gone on today. And we're really, I want, I'm hoping you're uh, embracing your her story as much as I am enjoying and loving moving through this. So just a reminder that I am an intuitive business coach, Candice McKim. You're listening to Find Your Hell Yes on Inspired Choices Network. And I'm also... um, the founder of the Intuitive Coaching Academy. It's a certification program to teach you how to become um, an intuitive coach. You may already be a coach, but you can bring your intuition into developing your intuition more so that you can use it with your clients and helping your clients to to really embrace their intuition to grow their businesses or to bring that into their lives as well. Just a reminder, next week's episode is Mindset Magic, Ignite Your Inner Power. And um, and I also wanted to reference, if you came on here really wanting um, some powerful practices in your life to stay connected to your, to your intuition and stay connected to, um, to your, your business, um, check out last week's episode, Spiritual Practices for Business. It is a, a really powerful episode that I uh, took everybody through. So um, check that one, check that one out. And also, um, if you're wanting more of how to realign with your spiritual vision and bring it into your business, check out my four-part video series. It's on my website, CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. You can find it right when you get onto the homepage. You're going to see this big smiley picture of myself, and then you can click on my face, and then you will get access to the four-part video series. And it will really help you to move through the ebb and flow of your business and bring in your spiritual vision into your business and to move through resistance in growing your business. So check that out, as well as my Intuitive Coaching Academy training is also all of the information is on my website. Okay, let's let's continue on talking about how we can nurture our and bring compassion into our her story that we I don't want you to feel any guilt right of of um, how you may have been have treated your 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 her story or how she has been how you have treated that part of your body over the years. Um, it's part of our culture. It's part of our training. It's just the way um, we have done it for thousands of years and many lifetimes, and we are shifting it now. So now we want to honor the divine feminine within all of, within us, uh, within ourselves. So touching your belly, massaging your belly, giving it love, drawing a heart on it, um, movement, bringing in dance and yoga and, you know, bike riding, right? That's how we first started learning how to wear like the first time we started wearing pants is from bike riding, make love and enjoy it and connect to your core awakening while you're making love. I always, uh, when I, when we're both climaxing, I always say affirmations, right. You know, and they just start popping through my head, all of my affirmations, create an altar and dedicate it to the goddess within yourself diet, Diet is a huge part of our our, uh, wellness. And so eating healthy foods that really feed your soul and feed your body, eating light uh, so that you move towards higher consciousness, drinking lots of clear water, but really, really embracing all of the aspects of your body. And 
honor your body for the fucking goddess warrior that she is. And I apologize if there's anybody, if there's any children close that hearing it, but honor the goddess because she is amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay. And I drew us the card movement. We're going to be talking about movement and flow and we can't make that up. Move into it, dance, move your body, love all that your body can do. So just a reminder, uh, thank you all so much for watching and to listening to this week's episode of your Her Story and uh, moving into your feminine power and your vitality. Next week's show is I really appreciate you. And again, if you're listening on any of the platforms, make sure you like, share, comment, rate, follow all of the things because it really does help me out so much. Uh, Next week's episode is mindset magic ignite your inner power and um it's going to be a great show you're going to um we're going to get you know get ready to ignite your inner power and unleash the magic of your mindset with uh the dynamic host Candice McKim and it's going to be a really captivating episode as we dive deep into the realms of magic mindset magic and where your thoughts and beliefs shape your reality So again, uh, to get more information, to get my cards, to get my book, to get the four-part video series, Realign With Your Vision, or to find out even more about my Realign or uh, the Intuitive Coaching Academy certification training, all of the things, all of the programs are available on my website, CandiceMcKim.com, C-A-N-D-A-C-E-M-C-K-I-M.com. And uh, when you go there, you can get the free part, four part video series, or you can book a clarity call with me if you want to find out more about the Intuitive Coaching Academy. It's a self study program that is here to to really guide you uh, through the process of uh, taking your intuition and using your intuition with your clients using your intuition in your coaching business or any of the other spiritual modalities that you've taken. If you have a stack of different modalities of training that you've taken um, in the Intuitive Coaching Academy, you're going to bring all of those modalities under the one umbrella of becoming an intuitive coach. But the difference is in this coaching program is that you're going to start to see clients right from day one. There is business coaching that goes that coincides with all of the training. So right from day one, you're going to be learning about uh, about business and how to grow your business. So you're going to start right from the beginning to make the income and make the impact that you really, really, truly desire in your life and that your clients and your people are out there waiting for. So it is a very, very effective uh, training. It's, as I said, it's a, uh, it's six modules, six pillars, not six modules, six pillars. And under each pillar is several modules, four modules or more to move through the training. Some of the modules are mandatory and some are, are not. They're just for your uh, personal growth. And this Her Story process is part of the training, as well as a lot of the, the, the shows I've been doing. Okay, thank you again so much. I love you and I appreciate you. And remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you. And your soul wants you to say hell yes to life. Hell yes to your spiritual purpose. Hell yes to showing up in the world and your divine feminine power. Hell yes. Thank you for listening to the Find Your Hell Yes Show. Candace McKim returns Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. Until then, courageously follow your intuition 
into creating a life that is full of hell yeses. Because remember, your intuition is your soul speaking to you.